Okay. So welcome back to the Queen City Roundup podcast. Um, so originally it was going to be just me because Joey has uh, some family matters he has to attend to this week. But I figured, you know what? I like company. So I brought on my good buddy Gordon here. and He's going to be on, on the show with me. So Gordon, if you want to give a little intro to yourself, say, say your interests and I don't know what your favorite color is. I don't know. We'll just go based off that. Hey, I'm uh, I'm Gordon. I write for Overtime Heroics. I uh, I like hockey, music, and politics. Actually, a decent amount, but that's about it. So he'll get along nicely. Um. So yeah, uh, Gord's a really good friend of uh, of me and Joey. We've actually been meeting to have him on for a while. Um. But we kind of threw this together just because. You know, obviously there are going to be times where one of us cannot make it, so we we need an understudy, and and Gordon is that understudy. So uh, I hope you memorized all of your lines, of which they were none of. So that's uh that's going to be very uh different. <clears throat> um, so I think we should address the elephant in the room because uh, it needs to be addressed, which is the mm-hmm. whole just absolutely crazy incidents that are going on, not even just in in the United States, just worldwide. I mean, you know, we here in, in Toronto, we just had a, a Black Lives Matter uh, march, parade march yesterday in the city. I'm not sure what's happening today. Uh, I heard like some reports that some people were planning something. I'm not entirely sure what it was off the top of my head now. Um, but uh there was that. There was uh, there was one at Parliament Hill in Ottawa, which was really big because uh, Prime Minister Trudeau took part in it. Um, but Gordon, I know you're you're big in politics, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand you the floor here because like you can tell in my voice, like I'm still very like shaken up over it a little bit. Um, just take us through your perspective of, of everything that's going on. Like it doesn't have to be specific. Just like give a, a basic overview of it yeah i mean so uh i i I didn't include some include this in my intro but uh yeah i mean i'm white so i uh i tend to not really uh think about these things normally um until recently um with all the protests like i know a few years ago there was protests over um i think michael brown yeah uh, that was that was the one yeah yeah and i mean since then like in between that time you know it's something that kind of it's there, but it's not really something you think about on a daily basis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when this happened, it like I, I think it resonated or like really kind of hit home the point home with a lot of people, you know. Right. Um, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it really sucks. And uh, I mean, I I think what's going on like with all the protests and stuff like that. I think it's really good that everyone's kind of uniting under this one cause and uh taking to the streets you know and trying to demand change i mean it's so far it's done quite a bit uh i think that uh was it announced that brianna taylor's uh yeah yeah reopened? yeah they're reopening that case and i'm not sure if it's going to be going to a trial or if it's just an investigation at this point mm-hmm. um but considering you know those like if you think of the three notorious ones like that everyone knows it's obviously you know george floyd brianna taylor and uh aubrey Ab- or ahmed aubrey excuse yeah. me um which all three of them were just completely disgusting and i don't even know why or what goes through the mind of an officer doing that and it's just it's really degrading just because like 
you know, like you said before, like this happened a few years ago with Michael Brown and, you know, everyone kind of knew it was there. And that's the sad thing is like everyone kind of was like still aware of it, but they were kind of negligent about it, which is kind of like it's kind of like history repeating itself because like with the whole civil rights movement in the in the 50s and 60s before, you know, Martin Luther King kind of took that extra step to, you know, unite and and segregation, you know, you you basically are, are just talking about like people that are just seeing it. They know about it but they're not going to do anything about it. And like, what really sucks is like hmm. um, me and Joey two to three episodes. Yeah. Two episodes ago. Now um, we did a show or no, was it two or three? I can't remember. We did a show with, uh, with Nikki Giordano uh, talking about racism in yeah. hockey because of the whole Akeem Alou, uh article on the players tribune, which if you don't, uh, if you don't know about that article, uh, it's kind of scary to read in hindsight now. Um, but it, it's a really, really good piece. And uh, considering yeah. uh, myself and, and Gordon are uh, big hockey aficionados, we're kind of going to keep it there um, just because there's there's so much, you know, bad in terms of, uh, you know, what players and organizations are doing in regards to racism. Um, I know, obviously, we're a Toronto-based podcast, and I don't think any Toronto teams have really come out with any degrading statements or any bad publicity um which is great because it shows how the athletes here are you know even though i'm sure a lot of them probably are speaking later than many people thought they would like i think it took a couple days for i think morgan riley was the first one that i saw that that came out and then matthews came out as well um and like several others kind of like followed suit after that but i want to throw this to to gordon because you played hockey growing up right like you kind of know uh not not at like a organized level really right but you kind of like know the mentality and the whole like feel of the room when you're there playing hockey with a bunch of people and it's not really i don't i don't want to say it's you know it's offensive but it's not very politically correct like a lot of a lot of heinous stuff gets thrown around, a lot of testosterone, a lot of people saying stupid things. Um, mm-hmm. like, yeah, for sure. And what, what it really is, is upsetting to me is, you know, and I, I'm going to throw this question to you just because, like, it was brought up very limitedly. Well, I don't want to say it, it. It was brought up very suddenly is what I should say um around november because that was when the whole bill peters investigation was going on uh and then obviously hockey night in canada after getting rid of don cherry they did a great thing of bringing people on and talking about you know equality in the sport whether you're you know male female black white you know asian you know stuff like that like you want to kind of bring everybody together but it's a shame just because like it almost feels like like all these sport leagues, particular and you know, hockey as well, they all put up a front of, hey, we're all inclusive. We like this. We like that. But then behind the scenes, you're like, yeah, we couldn't be farther from the truth. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, That's definitely the vibe that you get from it, right? Um, especially when you hear a lot of these things, um, like from Akeem. And uh, just like you kind of hear like one-offs, right? Um I can't think of it, like, at the, at the top of my head, right? But, like, there always just seems to be um, 
like just these little one-off things that just kind of get brushed to the side like see that's just a that's a one-time thing you know it's not a big deal but then like if you just look at it if, like if you just take a step back and look at it there's like all these little incidents that have happened over the years um that just kind of all creates like a massive toxic culture or like paints the picture of a massive toxic culture mm -hmm. and i think also like just to you know talk about this it feel it almost feels like organizations value like on field on ice talent over building a team with good morals and good respect and whatnot because mm -hmm. like i know this is kind of ironic now um, but when Mike Babcock first came to Toronto, he said, you know, we want to build a team off the ice and on the ice that fans of, of the Toronto Maple Leafs will be proud of. Because keep in mind, like, obviously, this is way different circumstances, because I don't want to think that anybody in the Leafs organization, like, five, six years ago was necessarily racist or misogynistic. But you still want to kind of make sure that the culture is, you know, everyone's got respect everybody gives respect everybody's very well spoken and for the most part mm -hmm. like i've like i've seen it and i know a lot of people are going to look at the the matthews charge earlier in the in the fall which doesn't that feel like a deep like a distant memory now like i forgot that that happened until like just now which yeah, is same. which is insane um but yeah, I think like, and this is going to go into my other point, um, like looking at uh, all 30 out of 31 NHL teams have put out a statement in regards to at least acknowledging the acts of, that happened to George Floyd and, and the officers. Um, I'll save the 31st team for, for last, but uh, there are two statements that I'm sure all hockey Twitter were not fond with, and that was uh, the New York Islanders and the Vegas Golden Knights. So uh, do you want me to read both word for word, or do you want me to just kind of like only read the part that's kind of goofy? Like, I don't um, know. It's, it's 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 hard. I feel like it might be more, uh, like, like better to do full context. If, with okay, all right. Yeah, so I just wanted to say, because like I didn't want to... Yeah, that's true. You have a point. So, okay, so this is the statement from the Islanders. This was posted on June First, and just for some context, this is June 6th. This is five days after the statement was posted. So the Islanders tweeted through their main account, We condemn racism and injustice and stand with all affected by senseless violence. We must come together, treating each other with empathy, dignity, and respect. The New York Islanders endorse the NHL statement, which includes... In our own sport, we will continue to do better and work diligently toward culture change throughout hockey and endeavor to be mindful of our shortcomings, our own shortcomings in this process. To the brave officers who go to work every day seeing the human being and not the color of one's skin, we thank you for protecting us. Now, initially, now I don't I don't want to go ahead and label people, but like if you look at a Caucasian male hockey fan that is still kind of like a casual fan, they would read this and go, Oh, it's okay. Because they, they put out a statement and they're, they're condemning yeah. violence and, and whatnot. But first of all, you know, the NHL statement as a whole was still very poorly written in my opinion, just because like you have, you have a blatant example, literally like 
okay, this is where we this happened in in May, like November, like yeah. about six, you know, five six months prior was when Akeem Lou came out. You had all of this stuff. Why don't you mention him and say, hey, this is an example of what we want to avoid. This happened on our watch. And I think this is kind of the thing of, like, leagues don't want to be accountable for this. And, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know if – I know, like you said, you're mainly a hockey guy. But, you know, for the, I'm not really a football guy. But Roger Goodell came out and talked about saying, you know, we – we as the organization of the NFL, we messed up, we did this, we did that. But like he didn't mention Colin Kaepernick. The, the league is still afraid to mention a guy who tried this like three years, what, three years ago, four years ago now? Yeah. Like, like why are we still in that mindset of, you know, okay, let's just avoid talking about him because, you know, there's still all of this stuff that's going on. It's just like, come on. And and the last uh, quote was really telling, um, which is the brave the brave officers who go to work every day seeing the human being and not the color of one's skin. Um, and when when you look at especially New York in particular, uh, I don't really see a lot of uh, you know officers that are being respectful and diverse. If you ask me. Yeah, I it's. I don't uh, know if you've seen anything or. Yeah, actually, when that statement got out, it was kind of. Uh, I was gonna say funny, but funny is not really the best word. Uh, more ironic, I guess, that um, there was videos actually surfacing of cops like, you literally beating people with batons outside of Barclays Center, uh, like <laughs> the day before, or like two days before, whatever it was. So. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty bad statement. It was really poorly timed, especially with uh, with that video surfacing. Yeah, and I think what it really comes down to is like, like first of all, like, I I will at least acknowledge the thoughtfulness of the Islanders for putting this out. Um, but I still think like it's kind of like a read the room thing where it's like everybody here is not a fan of the police abusing their power, abusing their physical force and basically brutalizing pedestrians and civilians. Um, but, you know, again, like, like you said before, the video and this statement right after it, it's very poor timing. And I think what the Islanders should have done now, I know Anders Lee came out and said an even better statement later is why don't they just bridge off of that statement? You know, why, yeah. like, why is it that you, unless the only logical reason that I think this may have come out is if this statement was written days ago and then got filtered and processed and then post like with the bad timing of not seeing those videos, which like is yeah. negligent, which kind of shows negligence on the organization. Cause it's like, you're, you're being ignorant. You don't want to acknowledge stuff like that, you know? And it's, yeah. And I mean, the social media person should be all over that, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, because c- c- I mean, I think they're the one who's gonna finally hit send on that. You would think that they would see, you know, because because c- I think of the uh, the video was tagged with Barclays Center or um, or it was mentioned in like one of the big posts about it with uh, you know Barclays Center like in the tweet. Um, so I mean, they should have realized that or realized that you know things got pretty violent outside of our home arena yesterday maybe we shouldn't put out this post right at this very moment 
Like, exactly. Just, yeah. Yeah, it just seems so tone deaf and. Yeah, it was, it's it was just, a really it, bad statement. So speaking of kind of tone deaf, uh, I have another statement which was really, really bad. Um, and this comes from the newly founded Vegas Golden Knights organization, um, which is very interesting. And Bill Foley has kind of been very uh, – He's been an interesting figure in Vegas, but we'll we'll touch on that in a second. So let me just read this statement here. The Vegas Golden Knights vehemently, yes, there we go. I I can't speak English, I'm sorry. Uh, Condone racism in all its forms. Prejudice, violence, and bigotry have no place in our society. We understand significant reforms are needed in order to create lasting, meaningful change that will end the systemic discrimination and injustices that have existed for far too long, we firmly stand in solidarity with all of those who peacefully seek to inspire change. We believe in protecting those who are unable to protect themselves. We are committed to working with our neighbors, regardless of race, creed, gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, or socioeconomical class, to help unite our community and nation as one. Now, this was also... Days after there was a officer that was, I think, uh, like hurt on duty. Yeah. Oh, no, this was the one that I was looking at. This was the day after. Excuse me. So the statement as a whole is okay. It's not Mm -hmm. horrible. But um, the day after that statement, Vegas says, our thoughts and prayers are with Las Vegas Metro police officer who was critically injured while on duty Monday and all who honorably serve our community to keep us safe. We stand with those who peacefully seek to inspire change, but condemn violence as a means to do so. So we will, we will unite in observing hashtag blackout Tuesday to continue to raise awareness against racial inequality, reflect and express solidarity. Oh yeah. That so, was such a bad statement. Yeah. Like literally after you're like, okay, the statement that they put initially was great. And mm-hmm. the, repli- the replies are interesting because apparently people were saying that Bill Foley was giving money to Trump as uh, late as March. I think he said the number that someone posted was like 250000 to Trump. And I was just like, OK, that's that's odd. Um, oh, God. But yeah, like it, it's kind of like you basically un- undone everything that you did before. And like I understand mm-hmm. that you, I understand that. Uh, what was I gonna say? I understand that like you you want to care for the for the officer's safety, but like dude, like you need to see the video to wonder like what happened. And also like I understand you want to defend officers because not all police officers are bad, but like yeah. after what we've seen for like what. Like, unfortunately, like, the George Floyd incident was, like, what, May 25th? So this is, like, two weeks after it happened. Um, mm-hmm. Almost, yeah, um, yeah, Monday would mark two weeks. So it, it's yeah. crazy to think that, like, you know, people aren't really going out. And, and even the news channels are really, like, uh, basically, you know, trying to censor it. Like, we live in Canada, and, like, you know... Uh, like CBC and all this stuff, they, they aren't talking like they aren't even talking about how bad it is in Canada. Like, yeah, people want to tote like, oh, you know, Canada's not as 
as racist as America. You know, we have more equality towards, uh, you know, people of color, you know, black people and whatnot. Okay, but what about indigenous people? Like, the people yeah. that literally founded the country were treating them like shit. Yeah, and I mean, like, residential schools, which their whole creation was to uh, essentially culturally genocide. Um, native populations and indigenous people and indigenous cultures. Um, I, I mean, the last residential school closed, I think, two years. Uh, are you 21 or 22? Were you born in 1998? Uh, no, I was born. I'm a 2000 child. So I just, born, oh. I, I was just born, yeah, 20 years ago. Oh, dang. Yeah, because I was going to say, yeah, uh, two years before we were born, but I guess four years before you were born. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's still like, it's, and, like, the thing about what, what really pains me is, like, to my knowledge, like, I'm about two to three years removed from uh, from graduating high school, but they still taught you um, about residential schools and Indigenous Canadians in, hist- in, in, like, in your classes. So if you're learning about yeah. this in your history classes, it's almost like, hey, you know, we're going to learn about this. It's a horrible thing. You know, people were, you know, horribly treated, da, da, da. And here we are, like, what, 50, 60 years later? And again, still nothing. Like, there was that woman yesterday in, in New Brunswick that was killed after they were doing a wellness check on her. And then I saw yeah. on, on my Twitter feed that one of the head chiefs um, in the communities was... Uh, oh, yeah, he was, uh, like beaten up by cops or some of that a few months yeah ago. yeah and it's almost just like like what people seem to forget is like there was the whole hold up about the uh the railway systems um for the um what's the train system called i can't remember off the top of my head it's how limited knowledge i have but like they were basically going to build railways on indigenous land and like it caused mm-hmm. like several um you know, several of the trains that go, you know, Montreal and Ottawa being halted because of this. Yeah. Uh, and, like, people forget about that. And it's it's really a shame that, like, you know, every country could come out and say, oh, we're against racism. But they're all racist to an extent at, you know, all of this stuff. Like, you know, Can- it's yeah. Canadians with Indigenous people. It's it's Americans with Black people. Um I would, you know, even all around the world, the the UK is just as bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. I know that the... Oh, I can't remember. I, 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 I just, I feel a little uncomfortable mentioning about the UK just because I was, I had it, but then I was like, you know what? I, I'm not very knowledgeable in the UK, but I know right. that there's, um, I know that there's some, uh, I know they tend to be a lot more liberal with, uh, with, slurs i guess because i i know spence was talking um to someone recently and uh like like i jumped into like the thread that he was talking to someone with and he was talking about how he would uh like like how him and his who who was people of color friends you know um i think a pakistani man and uh two black guys they'll call themselves the slurs for that like right and it's almost yeah, it's almost just like they're they're trained to, like almost like be accustomed to it and respond to it, which is really, it's like I don't know how you can do that, like respond to a to a degrading title or name that's given to you, and it's really, 
it, yeah. it's just hard and it's uncomfortable. But the good thing that I, I will say that came out of this is, well, number one, like you said before, the fact that people are coming out and protesting peacefully, well, <laughs> majority are peaceful. Obviously, there are some that are obviously taking advantage of this. Like, I don't know if you like were following the, the U.S., um, but everyone's least favorite YouTuber, Jake Paul, got arrested for looting, which was a good thing that happened. Oh, yeah. Because he was literally caught on video, and then he's like, no, I didn't loot. And then they're just like, LOL, yeah, you did. We're going to arrest you. And I'm just like, that 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 works. And yeah. And, and it's weird, too, because his older brother, Logan, had, like, an amazing statement about all this stuff. And yeah. about, like, privilege and stuff like that. Dude, after hearing stuff like that, I have to think we're in, like, some alternate universe. Like, 2020 is the kind of, like, the the peak of everybody making their changes. And it's kind of weird because like you see people posting on like social media of like, what if 2020 is the year that's supposed to like enforce change and, you know, tell us to be better, like with our hygiene and our, you know, dealing with people that are, are sick, dealing with, um, you know, racial injustice, like all of this stuff that's going on. And I just thought about that and I was like, maybe, maybe they're right. Like, Obviously, all of this stuff is horrible. Like, people forget that there's a pandemic going on right now, which I will applaud that at least people are taking the precautions to wear masks and staying decently spread out because, obviously, mm-hmm. their health yeah. is important. And I said this on our on our other show, Takes from the Nosebleeds, which you should listen to because it's a fun show. Um, but I said, like, you know, I encourage people that do protest, you know, if you are feeling symptoms or even if you're worried – you know, go get tested because you don't want to risk your life or anybody else's life. You know, yeah, exactly. I don't want people to like, obviously like die in vain of, of this cause. Like, you know, and it may sound like, Oh, you're, you're trying to silence people. It's like, no, I just want people to be safe because yeah, exactly. yeah like I want people to obviously like be able to protest, but also have their health in good standing. Like yeah. that's that like health is priority. Number one. And, you know, I, I think, especially, like, looking at the numbers, like, I've kind of, like, been not obsessed with the numbers, but, like, I've just been, like, looking at them, like, periodically throughout the day, especially in in Canada and, and, and in Ontario. Um, but even still, like, I'm hoping that, like, things trend downward and, like, you know, near the end of the year, start of next year, we sort of see, okay, we're going to have more equality among people of color we're gonna have more equality with uh with with indigenous people in canada we're gonna have a better healthcare system that combats pandemics like it's it's just it's really hard to this year is yeah. hard um to, yeah, bring it it back, to bring it back to athletes for for example or, or for a minute um do we want to talk about we kind of ripped on a show but do we want to talk about tony d'angelo again <laughs> So, uh, yeah. So for yeah. those of you who don't know, which if you're part of hockey Twitter, you know, um, Tony D'Angelo is a really, really, do I want, okay, screw it. I'm going to call him, he's a really big piece of shit. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say polarizing figure, but. No, no. It, okay, you could be polarizing, but in a way of people kind of like, polarizing is kind of like brad marchand 
more so now because he's kind of tamed his uh, his tomfoolery. Um, but like, but like Tony D'Angelo is a perfect example of a piece of shit in hockey. Like, here's a guy who, and like he's only had one good year. Like he had like a fifty point season this year as a defenseman, which is nice. But going back to my point earlier that I was going to come back to, where's the Rangers statement on this? Like the oh, Rangers, yeah. Like the Rangers before all of this happened, like I was a fan of them. Like I hated Tony D'Angelo, but like if you look at that team, like there are a lot of likable players on that team. Like you know, Mika Zibanejad's on there. I don't know anybody that could willingly hate Henrik Lundqvist. Um, you know, Artemi Panarin's a player that I really enjoy. Um, they have a lot of youth on their team, but like even still, like. The fact that uh, – and I talked about this on, on the last show with Joey, and I don't know if you were aware of this, Gord. I don't know if you followed it, but uh, Tony D'Angelo wants to start a podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. And, <laughs> and uh, him and Brandon Lemieux, who is a goon, basically. He's a fourth liner. And I can say that willingly because I don't care, I don't care really what he says because I – I'm going to call anybody out at this point. Um, But they were going to start a podcast talking about, you know, political correctness, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. And he had the nerve or no, whoever runs the Rangers uh, social media accounts had the nerve to retweet that. The, you know, that there was going to be a quote, politically correct podcast. And I was just like, um, what? Like, yeah, they it's just so dumb. And then it's all it's really telling, too, because now they haven't released any statement on anything that's going on right now. Yeah, like they're well, what was really interesting is that um, the last post that was uh, that was retweeted on their account was Mm -hmm. a post by by Anson Carter um who i'm not really sure who that is to be completely honest i'm sorry but he's you know you can see a bunch of players in the in the video talking and speaking out about this like leon dreisaitl's in it henrik longquist is in it so i can at least have peace of mind that he spoke out on it just because henrik longquist i don't know how you can hate him um but uh tony d'angelo was at it again last night on twitter um because i forget who posted the video i want to say it's uh i don't want to get the name wrong i think it's dylan from uh yeah dylan fremlin oh yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah it was dylan fremlin posted a uh video it was an old i think it was this yeah it was two years ago because that was when uh wayne simmons was still on the flyers uh and it was wayne simmons basically just beating the shit out of him um which Let's be honest. I think we all can agree I would not want to fight Wayne Simmons. No, not at all. Considering, like, people literally say, like, you don't fight Wayne Simmons. Because, first of all, he's 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 a very tall, fit athlete. And, B, like, you know, he's one of the better power forwards in the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, maybe not this year anymore. But. Yeah, not this year. He's kind of, like, taking a little bit of a, a year off. Well, not a year off, but he's kind of had some down years um in uh you know in since leaving philadelphia um but even still like he's a player that i think can still be 
a capable scorer and play a physical game and like and also he's a Scarborough Ontario boy. He's he's a local he's a local friend. So we can't hate Wayne Simmons. Which I never hated Wayne Simmons to begin with. He was one of the players that I always liked and I think Leaf Twitter always liked just because he always stood up and fought for people. Mm-hmm. And he was always like a big leader in the locker room from what I was told. So let me after skating around, let me let me talk about do we want to talk about Tony D'Angelo's uh, statement first, or do we want to talk about this video first? Um, yeah, I get. Yeah, we can talk about the video, I guess, first. All right. So now, now, granted, he did not say anything racist about Wayne Simmons, which is great. Um, however, he has had a notorious history of saying racist stuff before, which he denies. But whatever, you can't get everybody to admit what they've done wrong. So he. He retweeted uh, Dylan's tweet and said, You win some fights, you lose some. The question I always ask is, are you willing to fight? I sure am. Do you have enough balls to fight man-to-man? My guess is a guy on that tweet don't. LOL. He won that fight. I respect him and that. Grew up a fan of him in Philly. Um, This is um. a... Just, just to just to clarify here, you'd expect that from like a you know an eighteen, nineteen, you know twenty year old kid. This is a twenty four year old, soon to be you know twenty five year old in the fall. This is a twenty five year old man. Yeah, he's about don't, to sign a big massive contract in the NHL. You know what's really funny is that he's still he's still an RFA. If I'm the Rangers, if I'm doing a statement, I don't yeah. tender him. Let him walk. I I don't tender him, and I don't tender Brandon Lemieux. And I think to be completely honest with you, if I'm the Rangers organization, a.k.a. Jeff Gordon, I don't tender one and I don't tender two. They both walk to free agency and then they go, both go play in Russia. Yeah. Because they're not going to get another job in, in North American hockey unless they change their friggin' ways. Um, so uh, to branch off of that, uh, to go off to Dylan, who initially posted the video, uh, he, I believe, responded – to that saying where where is it where is it um i think he retweeted it yeah he retweeted it saying yeah sh- yeah he retweeted it saying should i fist fight tony d'angelo and then everybody was saying like yes yes please do it please do it please do it and then like all of d'angelo's buddy buddies went out and were just like they're just like talking shit about someone getting their ass kicked when they have balls to actually stand up to one of the biggest heavyweights in the league. <laughs> Heavyweight. Heavyweight. Tony D'Angelo is 5'11", 180 pounds. <laughs> That's like, not a heavy... <laughs> like, okay, 5'11's oh tall, okay? Like, you just are breaking... Like, I'm... Five five, like I'm still a short dude, and that's taller than me. Okay, if you want a heavyweight in the league, you look at Wayne Simmons. Okay, Wayne exactly. Simmons is just to give you guys some some physical physical uh spe- physical biology here. He is six two, 185. Now, granted, that's not you wouldn't think that's big, but six two is pretty big. If you want a heavyweight, mm-hmm. you look at Dustin Bufflin, who is six five, 260 pounds. Who will literally? I I wish Dust. I want Dustin. And you know what? Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Why isn't Dustin Bufflin saying anything? Yeah, what the heck? 
he, he's from Minnesota. Now, now keep in mind, I may not know because, you know, everything's buried, but like, you know, Dustin Bufflin's a guy who I think should really come out and I, I know he doesn't have social media to my knowledge, but like at least come out and like support it or at least like have people like, like make a statement. And I think the reason why he's not is because like, of course, like he has his own issues. Like, you know, he's had some ankle surgery. He just got bought out of his deal. But like, even still, like I guarantee you if Dustin Bufflin was at these protests right now, do you think the cops would want to do anything with him? Oh God, no. Because <laughs> like, and, and it's like, because like Dustin Bufflin's huge. Oh yeah. Like, like and like another person that I, I'm glad went to the protest yesterday, and I'm sure you saw it was Zidane Chara. You want to see the cops trying to friggin' arrest friggin' big six like six eight Zidane Chara? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I, he's massive. I don't want to touch that man. Like, and what's really funny is, like, for the longest time, like, especially, like, you and me being Toronto fans, like, we all hate Zidane Chara, but then you look at him and you're just like, man, like, I don't hate you anymore. Like, you're, you're an all right guy. Like, he's yeah. not, like, he's not, like, you know, the, the defenseman that he was back in the day, but like, he's still good. Yeah, and by all accounts, like, everything that I've heard, I think uh, from the 31 Thoughts podcast, because uh, I, I remember Elliot Freeman's voice saying this, um, he talked about how Zidane Char is, like, insanely healthy, like, and very active. He's, like, a actual, like, the, the literal definition of an athlete. He's just, he eats really well. I think he eats vegan, if I remember correctly. He, yeah, like, I think he is work a out all the time. Yeah, if you see, like, his workout videos, like, there was one of him, uh, you know, like, when you're in elementary school or, or high school and you're climbing the, the rope in gym class? Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, oh, he was doing a rope climb? Yeah, because they showed it, I think, once during Hockey Night in Canada last year when, when the playoffs were on. Um, But, yeah, like, I'm – as much as I hate the Bruins, and I hate the Bruins – the players have come out and said some good things. Like, you know, uh, Patrice Bergeron, I, no one can hate Patrice Bergeron. He's such, he's such a nice man. Like, I, I can't. Yeah. Like, him, Chara, I don't know if anybody else has, has really spoken out yet, like, individually. I saw Patrick Kane tweeted yesterday, which I completely forgot, apparently, that he actually was someone who was – Someone who did a blackface costume, like, almost yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, I remember this uh, from around the Akeem Aliyu thing. Because uh, it exposed a lot of uh, issues with Akeem Aliyu. But, um, yeah, I remember seeing that uh, that photo uh, surface around that time and then resurface yesterday. Yeah, Kane, Kane's one of those players that's like, I mean, I don't really know what to say about him just because, like, there's so many like controversies with him there was like the controversy with him in the cab and in uh in buffalo there was the the sexual assault allegation like i think there was two was there not there was two yeah there was one i think in in 2010 and there was one in in summer of 2015 it was one of the why it was supposed to be on the cover of of nhl 16 it was supposed to be kane and taze holding the cup yeah. Um, then after the allegation came out, EA's like, yeah, no, we're just, we're just doing one. 
Yeah, yeah, now that you mention it, yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, that's, it's crazy, because he, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to think about him. I mean, it's weird, too, right? Because I don't think you've ever heard anything about Kane being, like, a negative locker room presence or anything like that, but he has many allegations against him and, like, a lot of off-ice issues. I think what it is is, like, when I come, it's one of those things where it's, like, people and people when they work like Mm -hmm. they'll they have like two different personalities it's like you know when you hit the curtain or when you you go and you you do like the job that you say you love you you become Mm -hmm. the person that everybody wants you to be when you you know are away from it and you're kind of around people that are not the best influences then you sort of gravitate towards okay i'm gonna you know do whatever i want like i'm making you know 10 plus million dollars i don't give a shit yeah you know like that's that's fair actually yeah that he kind of has like i mean i think everyone kind of has like that at work you know they're one way and then at home they're a completely different way oh for sure yeah i, I can i can agree that i was the same thing like when i'm at work i'm like all business i'm all you know i'll go i'll do my job but then as soon as like the clock hits and i and i punch out i'm, I'm done like i ain't like yeah now granted like the few jobs that i've like, i've had jobs in different fields that aren't sport yet um because i am going to be looking for stuff hopefully soon but it's going to be really hard with doing sport and recreation within the next year year and a half considering the pandemic um but my personal stuff aside um but what what i really want to dive into is like there's so much to talk about especially when it comes to, to hockey twitter like it's it's just so broken and um another one that was really and i think what it all comes down to is that even the people that are supposedly not offensive or not like horrible they Mm -hmm. end up showing those those angry sides and those nasty sides like i don't know if you follow um brock mcgillis on twitter um no i don't he's um so just to give you it involves brandon prust so oh. to, to paint the picture with you, Brock McGillis was a former uh, he was a former junior player, uh, and he played originally. Um, and I think he played in the OHL. I can't remember. Let me just Google it here. Um, I think I Google, yeah, so I googled it before. He was originally a hockey player that played for. If I can find it, played in the OHL. He played in Windsor. He played in uh, the Stew. Then he went to the uh, UHL, which I, I'm not sure what that league is, to be completely honest. Um, but yeah, he was a goalie that played uh, in junior. He was basically kind of like an emergency backup goalie, oh. from what it looks like it. Um, but he has obviously since retired, and he's actually an openly gay player, which I'm all for. Um, so he came out earlier and said, um, you know, hockey, basically, you know, the typical stuff, you know, hockey's, uh, been very, um, what's it, uh, you know, hockey's obviously full of people that are, you know, that are racist, that are misogynistic, that are this, that, you know, all this, all this stuff. Right. And then he, Brandon Pross comes out and he's just like, 
you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, you know, you haven't even played a game in, in the pro leagues. Like, you know, you can't even do this, this, that. Like, you know, you're just falsely labeling them. And everyone's reading it, and we're just like, dude, like, you're – and then he was, like, going on talking about how – I think he was making statements about how, like, uh, you know, he shouldn't know anything any better because he's gay and all and all this stuff. And I'm just like, dude, like, like why? Like, I, I, there's so there's so many whys. Wait, Brandon Press pointed out that he was gay? Like, said, like, he wouldn't know about, like, racism and stuff because he's gay or – uh, let me let me pull up that? the stuff on. If, let me pull up the stuff on Twitter. It does exist. So he. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I just I haven't. It's okay. It's okay. Holy. So. Uh, where's the, where's the video? Oh, well, actually, I'll very quickly touch on this because uh, I, I meant to earlier. Uh, yeah, actually, in that thread of Tony D'Angelo responding to Dylan Fremlin, uh, his brother popped in for a minute to say that uh, that he would happily fight Dylan. And then uh, he was exposed uh, because he had a tweet from a while before where he said the N-word to Siri. He said, N-word, wake me up at 4.30 or something like that. And like posted like going for a nap or something like that. And someone uh, screenshotted it and then shared it to him and said this to you. And then he, uh, he deleted his account right after. It was like wow. Leo D'Angelo or something like that. That that's that's bad, man. Like I think what it really comes down to is it's just it's just really really stupid. Yeah. Um, so I found an article on the the incident. So yeah, this is all the way back on April twenty second of this year. So uh, da, 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 da. oh yeah, on Tuesday on Tuesday press pulled back a few curtains. He started by sharing a meme that he felt was pretty wa- pretty racist, saying white people, as he claimed, if I made a post like this and said black people, would you consider it racist? Of course you would. So what's the difference? <laughs> oh, God. Um, so <laughs> I, let, let me just dive into this, okay? And I'm, I'm just going to say this for the record. Caucasian people, white people, should not say that they are being looked at and are – or no one has ever been directly racist to a white person. And even if they have, with all of the privilege that white people have in their lives, what makes you think that you should go and target a nationality group that is basically notorious – you know – I don't want to say notorious, but have notoriously been oppressed, abused, uh, you know, discriminated against. Like, it's almost like one, like, okay, I understand potentially what he was trying to say, where it was like, why should we make fun of each other's, you know, nationalities based on all of this? But it's almost just like there's so many years that have accumulated of all of this stuff that it's just really really gotten to that point where it's just so stupid and again like like people that are caucasian and especially people that are very you know privileged like myself like you like we should not be coming out and saying oh like all lives matter you know this this stuff like why aren't we saying this for everybody well like 
because there's different penalties. Like, every single, like, I don't want to go too dark here, but every single, like, white person that has committed a crime in the U.S., in Canada, you know, what's mm-hmm. the sense, you know, how do they end up, you know, detaining him? By basically, they'll slowly approach him, they'll slowly, you know, probably cuff him, and they'll, or they'll just surrender, and then they'll just go out and, you know, walk them to the back of the cruiser or whatever. In cases that we've now seen on video from people of, of, that are that are black, like, oh, I'm just going to go in and put my knee on their neck and, and choke them out and choke the life out of them for, for like eight minutes straight. Like, yeah, it's it's different. Like, it's different precedents. We need to realize that it's different. And like especially and like this keep in mind that this came out you know a month before the stuff with george floyd happened i think this was before i don't know if it was before or after uh, ahmed Aubrey. i'm just gonna google that really quickly when the uh the crime unfortunately happened um yeah i i know the the, the thing too with ahmed uh, uh ahmed Aubrey and uh brianna taylor is that all of them happened like within the last few months and all of them happened for sure this year it's yeah like, like i think brianna taylor was in uh march well, and I, I know ahmaud arbery is somewhere oh uh, yes yeah, so it was uh, it was ahmaud arbery was in late february brianna taylor was in mid-march and then obviously george floyd was now late may like this is all within the span of four months yeah that all of this is happening. And the fact that in the middle of it, before obviously the, unfortunately the one that we, that was caught, you know, fully on video uh, of somebody committing this, this crime was the fact that, you know, Brandon Press is going on trying to defend this, this, that, like, like it's not, it's not good. And what really sucks is that we're seeing people's true colors now. And like, we've seen them before, but it's just it's getting to a point right now where everyone needs to speak up and they need to do more than just posting like a black screen and just saying like oh blackout tuesday blah 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 yeah i mean my favorite player uh probably ever is william nylander or maybe not ever but like currently in the nhl right i haven't seen anything posted from him the last time i know a few days ago i checked the last time his Twitter account was active was a video, which is very nice, by the way. But him and his brother uh, were uh, donating, I think, food or making food for frontline workers and stuff like that um, in Chicago. So, I mean, and in Toronto, I think, as well. So, I mean, it's really nice and it's a really good, you know, bit of uh, philanthropy. But he's not, you know, he hasn't put out any sort of statement at all about uh about what's going on or anything like that. I don't even I don't even know if he posts a black screen, to be honest. Yeah, and like one that I thought was really surprising, like the fact that it it took this long was Sidney Crosby. Oh yeah. Like this is the de facto poster child for hockey. And it took a bunch of people saying, Why don't you go and tweet this? Why don't you go and tweet this? You know, like it took mm-hmm. Evander Kane who, you know, to be completely fair, is, you know, what, and like, it took 
two days like two days ago it took Crosby to put his statement out. And what's funny yeah. is that one of the guys who wrote an article about it on Global said, better late than never, Sidney Crosby issues statement on George Floyd's death. Like, come on. We can't baby these guys anymore. Yeah. Crosby's, Crosby's a 32-year-old man who is arguably going to go down as one of the best players to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that he can't – like, like Ovi put out a statement before him. And, like, granted – like you could argue, okay, the reason why some people may not have done a statement is because they may not be, you know, fluent with their English. Like I know Ilya Mikheyev is still kind of, you know, learning the English language, kind of whatnot. Um, oh, yeah, I wouldn't expect him. You know, Nikita Zaitsev, like Nikita Zaitsev as well. And I know I'm obviously saying two former, one current, one former relief, but but still, it it applies to everybody. Yeah, but, like I, I want to see any Malkin to. Yeah, I haven't seen Malkin crazy. say anything. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I haven't heard, like, in terms of, like, uh, like, McDavid finally said something a few days ago, um, which I mean, which I I don't know what to think about that, because, you know, again, it's the same thing, like, like, McDavid's 23, like, he should know better, like, Matthews, like, Mm -hmm. Austin Matthews is one of the first players to, to come out and say something, which I thought was really good. Uh, but even like there's so many players right now like around the league that that like I would consider you know ambassadors and like poster boys for the league they haven't yeah. said anything yeah it's uh yeah it's crazy and I mean it's kind of weird too because uh Tyler Sagan and Jonathan Taves probably had the best statements of any player out there yeah and, uh, I mean they were all pretty quickly too I think they were all like or somewhere i think like in the middle ground between uh pretty early statements and uh sydney crosby i'll say yeah. this about tyler sagan because i'm sure a lot of us have heard stories about you know sagan being immature you know i think a lot of people were saying he's a piece of shit when he was a kid um yeah i think like and all the, and i think he was a trump supporter before but now apparently like he's unfollowed him he's taken part in protests now He's educating himself. Like, I think Tyler Sagan's one of the players that, like, has really come out and did kind of a full 180 on his career. Because I think what he realizes is, like, you know, hey, like, this isn't right. Like, I don't care which side of the political spectrum you're on. Like, this ain't right. So it's good to see, like, he's going out and taking charge against incidents like this. Yeah. And, oh, I was going to say, like, he's uh, he's one of the first players, I think, uh, or at least a star, who actually joined a protest, which is crazy. Uh, because he's the last person, especially because there was that tweet um, from a few years ago. I'm not going to quote it just because there is a uh, insensitive word in there. But it, 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 it was pretty notorious, I know. Um, I think he said... Uh, Oh, I can't even exactly remember it, but it was when he was, I think, in Dallas or moving to Dallas or something like that. Uh, do you know what tweet I'm talking about? Oh, I have, I have like a vivid idea. Yeah, something like steers and, uh, yeah, something. A, uh, yeah, it, I'll actually, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pull it up here, uh, just because. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I don't want to misquote it. Right, I'm curious to see it as well. Um. 
and even like still like there's still a lot of organizations that i think could do a lot more um while you're looking for that i know this is kind of different should we should we rip on the sands and what they've done over the last several days oh my god yeah it's uh, uh yeah it, it it's been a real whirlwind and i mean at least they're uh they're keeping the reputation of being an off-ice tire fire well and on ice but specifically off-ice tire fire yeah um just to, to paint the picture with you the ottawa senators oof uh I'm starting to wonder what the hell is going on in that front office. Like, like, I don't even know what the hell, like, and what's really funny. And I think this is really hilarious. If you looked at their Twitter account, their, Mm -hmm. their icon is the, the Senator logo, but in the, the, the the colors of the gay pride flag. And then their, their cover photo is hockey is for everyone celebrating pride month. And I'm just like, really? Like, yeah, you're you're gonna go. And then what's really funny is that they've sent out like two statements about uh, the like they did trying to like they they've done a good job in terms of like you know trying to post awareness and whatnot about uh there's like the the Black Lives um where's the link that I'm gonna find. Um, there's the uh, the ways to help link, which I'm gonna go ahead and put it in this uh, in this um, episode once it's out, and we'll tweet it out just because we want to make sure that we can uh, get a change done all around the world because we definitely can in the age of social media. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, like a lot of sends have not come out and, and talked about this. I mean, is is there? I don't know, like. What's weird is there. Uh, I I was gonna I was I was trying to think if there was any like uh, real kind of star player that plays for them that like it would kind of be like yeah the, the, it makes sense that he would come out be, but but I mean all their good players are pretty young like Thomas Shabbat I think is maybe twenty one twenty two uh he's twenty three actually oh, which is, is he? surprising yeah he just oh. turned twenty three this year okay. and I think like I think what it all comes down to is like it, it shouldn't really matter what age you are like say something like oh, yeah. i'm looking at the sense roster and like i know like chris tyranny was the one that i'm seeing on their uh their feed that did say something which is good um anthony duclair for sure mm-hmm. but there's still there's still like a gaping hole there man like there's still a lot that needs to be needs to be taken care of yeah and what i was trying to get at more i guess was that uh there doesn't seem to be like a clear cut leader necessarily right like with right. the Leafs, like john Tavares makes a lot of sense um and with a bunch of other teams there's more like established sort of uh those sort of leadership types but with the sends it just doesn't seem like there's like any real uh like big presence in the locker room so it's just it seems uh yeah it when i was trying to think of who would make a statement for the sends or who would make a lot of sense to be like the voice of the players to make a good statement there doesn't really seem to be any like clear cut answers. So yeah, that's more what I was getting at. My bad. Yeah. Um speaking of stuff that's just really odd, um, and really weird is um I just found this on my tw- on my Twitter feed right now. Um so at Nathan Phillips Square in downtown Toronto, another um peaceful protest is happening right now. Oh. And uh one individual 
um, who is a Caucasian male, came into the crowd and is wearing blatant blackface. And, oh, uh, yeah, um, this is, this is pretty disgusting. Like, I, I can't even, like, I know it, like, kind of is a segue, but, like, I just saw it now, and I'm just, like, I'm, I'm still appalled at the way that people act. Yeah. Like, all over. I mean, like, I, uh, I know with the protests that was going to happen in Edmonton, sorry to kind of, like, switch the cities for a second. No, no, it's fine. It's I okay. Know, uh, I, I, I know yesterday um, there was supposed like there was a lot of rumblings of uh, like white nationalist like neo Nazis that were gonna infiltrate the protest um, and dress yeah. up, pretend to be protesters and just a- antagonize and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, there was also that TikTok I think I don't know if you saw it of the guy with the Trump uh, shirt, Trump twenty twenty. Oh shirt. yeah, it's like, can I wear this? And then they're just like, no, you can't, just because like people are gonna get offensive. Yeah. Like did you see the did you see the video of one of the guys that went out of the peaceful protest in the States wearing the Trump shirt and like someone spat Mm. water in his face? Yeah, yeah, I saw that one, yeah. You're kinda asking for that. Like you can't tell me that you're you're basically instigating it. Um and like I will say that like there are obviously a lot of good things that are happening. Um Mm -hmm. one thing that I saw that was really interesting, not to kind of branch off of this, is um if, I don't know if anybody follows MLS. I know we talked about it. Uh, we talked about soccer a little bit last show with uh, with Josh Kloki, which you should watch that one because Josh is a great uh, he's a great listen, great follow on the Athletic. Um, but Alexander Katai, who is a Serbian um, soccer player, midfielder, was actually released from the LA Galaxy because his girlfriend uh, basically said a whole bunch of racist and violent comments. So, yeah, actually, I saw something on that. Um, I, I had no idea. I I didn't even know what league the LA Galaxy played in. But yeah, I saw some about that. It's uh, yeah, it's terrible. And I mean, like, I I think, uh, like a, a lot of these are um, almost I guess an example of white privilege. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because like, we don't understand like. I, I know in high school, especially, I wouldn't have understood the uh, the impacts of um, words, uh, like the words and, you know, actions and stuff like that, right? Like, for me, I probably would have laughed about someone wearing a Trump shirt into the middle of a protest because I wouldn't have understood, you know, everything that that kind of statement is saying, right? Because you're just so naive and shut off to it. You don't really, I think, fully grasp, you know, how messed up that really is. And I think, like, the people that really voted him in, especially, like, the younger population, they did it as a joke. Because they were like, wouldn't it be funny if you won? And then he did. And now, four years later, people should be saying, like, hey, this guy's an actual piece of shit. How about we get rid of him before he can do any more damage for four years, before we can't do anything? And, like, it's really like crazy the fact that like people are still condoning this guy and really you know supporting him and like i know like me and joey kind of avoid we want to try to avoid getting really really heavy just because we want to give um everybody kind of like an escape from it but Mm -hmm. you know this stuff is just hard to ignore and like we've this has been like week three 
that me and Joey have talked about, like racism, not just in, in hockey, but in general. And the fact yeah. that like it's almost like getting further exacerbated by like the way the police are right now, like it's just it's it's just really hard to to look past and be like, oh, I'm gonna say nothing about it. And like yeah. the worst is is really funny is that um uh like seeing like some of the people on on the internet trying to defend this stuff like um God. I'll, I'll talk about drew Brees for a second here so um i again i don't know if anybody follows football but drew Brees is statistically one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game of football which is saying something especially in today's day and age but he basically come out yeah. and, and came out and said, you know, I won't stand for anybody disrespecting the American flag, which is sort of a jab at protesters, a jab at Colin Kaepernick, you know, a jab at all of this stuff. People were basically just telling him to shut up. And he actually came out later in the day and said, like, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean this. You know, my stuff was taken out of context, blah, blah, blah. Um, but what really made me uh made me cringe which uh, i'll read joey's tweet to, uh he retweeted this um which is of a fox news uh a, uh news anchor i am not mm-hmm. sure her, i believe her name is laura ingram if i'm not mistaken which i'm yeah. gonna go ahead and call her out by name because fox news has been absolutely racist and stupid so mm-hmm. Um, just to find the tweet here, because it's very, very similar. So, uh, originally, Laura Ingram made comments about LeBron James and Kevin Durant, I think a year or two, I don't know how, how long ago they did the statements, but basically saying, like, you know, nobody voted for you, um, you know, you have no authority in this, you're an athlete, you know, you should just shut up and dribble. And that's where that whole statement came from and how like everybody in the league kind of like they use it but they use it in a way of being like what's the word i'm looking for in like a joking way like it's like no we're not going to do this thing but the moment that this happens to to breeze it's like oh you know he was just trying to state his opinion you know he has the right to an opinion and i'm just like do you not see what you're doing here yeah, and I know this wasn't intentional. I'm just throwing this out there because I remember I remember watching the video, and she said in her comments about Drew Brees, she's like, you know, he's a human being. He can have his own opinions and stuff like that. And then contrasted with the LeBron James video, yeah, where she's just ripping on him like, you know, you're nothing more than an entertainer. Why are you speaking on this? You know, it, it just seemed like really dehumanizing towards LeBron James in a lot of ways. Yeah, and like he's been one of the most outspoken, per, you know, people about this, which is great because mm-hmm. as, whether you you like him or you hate him as as a player, and like I know some people may not like his his you know antics in terms of like uh, like moves within or certain organizations and how he wants certain teams to be, but like he's stepped up in a big way and he's really shown that like hey like this this shit ain't right. Um, so just to go <laughs> off of Joey's retweet here, um, which is really funny. Um, so, uh, I'm going to go, yeah, this is from a few days ago. So Joey, Joey responded by saying, according to Karen here, 
the backlash that Drew Brees got was totalitarian and Stalin-ish. Is this bitch serious? Look at your president. My God, the stupidity is at levels I have never seen before. <laughs> so the fact that he, he said Karen just really drives the point home. And yeah. I'm sorry, but if people say that that's a derogatory term, like, I'm sorry, but I don't want to deal with that. I'm not going to deal with that. Like, it's not a derogatory term. It's a name. You can name your child Karen. Yeah, it's... Oh, man. It... No, I'm not going to get into any broader topics. Uh, but, yeah, it's... I mean, f- first of all, that that tweet was just amazingly summed up everything. And, uh, yeah, Joey, that, that was actually a really good tweet by Joey. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, no, Karen definitely isn't... Uh, it definitely isn't anything... Uh, I know that uh, a few weeks ago or a month ago or whatever, people were trying to compare it to the N-word for... Uh, middle-aged white women but uh oh my it's, god it's definitely not it's definitely not even close isn't there already technically kind of like a similar n-word with um a word that is similar to a type of like i don't know what the description a type of snack or thing that you put in your soup i just oh, don't want to yeah. say i just don't want to say it because like i know it probably isn't offensive but like even still right it's like yeah. those are two different things like yeah, it's, it's and, really and again like this goes to my point like if you're caucasian you should not be allowed to say anything except for supporting people yeah like it's just actually stupid yeah and i mean like i don't know i i just don't know like because obviously i know that you guys want the show to be a uh more of an escape right for people so i don't want to get too too deep but like I mean, yeah, just this systemic oppression like towards black people, uh, specifically in America, is just so deep rooted that like I don't think that there's anything that you could like one black person could say to one white person that would have the same impact as you as it would if the you know with the tables turned, right? It's uh, it's just it's I I mean I mean black people have faced oppression in the states like since they got there hundreds of years ago um from africa on literally on slave ships uh it's uh it's just it's really uh yeah it's it's really weird it feels like now people are trying to um put themselves on the same level right they're trying they're trying so hard to i've seen it said before but they're trying so hard to like uh seem like they're oppressed basically um and i'm talking about like white people and stuff like that yeah like again it's it's two different sides you can't compare one if you don't know the other exactly it's just really it's getting to a point where it's like you know what like there's a lot of things that are going on in the world and like this this is at the forefront and i'm happy for it like i want it to lead to a positive change and it's like it's it's gonna be like it's almost at a point where it's like if there's no change now, like, who knows what will happen in, like, you know, four, five, six years from now. Like, yeah. why not Why not get it out of the way now so you can avoid, you know, any rehashing of things? Yeah, and I mean, kind of like how we started the show, right? Like, we had the almost similar protests. It wasn't as big at all. Like, this is definitely way different. But, like, we, like we went through this, like four five six years ago whatever it was 
um, where like multiple cities were like rioting and protesting and stuff like that um, about police brutality. Um, and it was started off or kickstarted by a, uh, you know, by a black man getting killed by police. And um, it's just, so it's like, it's, we've kind of come full circle within like such a short amount of time. And it's like, obviously this time it's different and this time it feels different, you know, like every state, I think a couple days ago or has had at least multiple protests, I think. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. All, and, all 50 states have done it. Yeah. In like, 15 i think 15 to 20 uh like countries have also like done protests like i know here in canada i know in france i think uh england yeah because there was a john boyega uh took part in one yeah that was that was really big and he basically said like i don't care if i if i never get a job in hollywood again i need i need to do this yeah yeah it was really powerful yeah to watch him i mean he was like on the verge of tears uh when he was uh uh, yelling into the megaphone, uh, trying to kind of, I guess, like pump up the crowd. It was, uh, yeah, it was really, um, it was really impactful. His words about that. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Oh, sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, no, it's okay, it's okay. Or it's we both have the same viewpoints. Like it, it's getting to a point where it's like it's ha- been happening so much that we're we sh- we're sadly kind of like oh okay it's another person doing it now mm-hmm. and like we need to kind of like change this for like our own sake and for our own you know for our sake and for everybody else's like it's yeah it's oh, excuse me i don't yeah, know and, uh, and, and what's the worst too is uh you know you just have uh yeah, like, I I, I, I I think we talked about this before we were recording. Um, I can't really remember now. It's been about an hour, hour and a half. But, um, we, uh, but yeah, like, our, you know, we all have, like, those family members and stuff like that, I think, who are, uh, you know, and, like, family members and friends who just don't get it and just refuse to fully understand uh, everything, like, uh, you know, encompassing this issue, right? And, like, they seem to just boil it down to, um, you know, Oh, you know, yeah, the George Floyd killing sucked, but, you know, the protests aren't good or the looting isn't good. So therefore, the protests aren't good. Right. It's it's so. Yeah, it's just it's really tiring almost. And I mean, I like like, this isn't even something that affects me personally. And it's just it's tiring to me. I can't imagine how uh, like a person of color would feel uh, in times like this. For sure. Yeah, like it's it's one of those things where it's like when we were doing our thing on thursday like i i still didn't know what to say because you know it's it's a hard thing to really put into words especially for somebody like me who hasn't gone through that you know like it's yeah yeah exactly i mean i don't know and so yeah like i try to educate uh like like, you know friends who don't get it and stuff and i try to like uh, speak to people like speak with people um about this sort of stuff but yeah, it's just it, it it just kind of seems like one of those things that you either need like like I don't know what it is like I feel like you just kind of need uh like you kind of get it or you don't right mm-hmm. yeah I just I don't know yeah it's really hard um so with that all looped in together 
uh, I think we'll we'll go ahead and call it here, um, just because like I would love to continue talking, but like there really isn't that much else to talk to. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and obviously like I'll let me just go out and say I'll plug our Twitter um, because I have to. It's mandated in our non-existent contract. Um, so follow us at Q, Q underscore city roundup on Twitter. Um, that's where all of our episodes will be posted up. Uh, I'm not sure when this one will be up to be completely honest with you all. Um, it's up to Joey. He's the one who records it. I'm the one who processes it and will record and we'll send it to him, uh, relatively shortly after we're done. Um, once this episode is out, we are going to post all of the links of how you can help with this movement because uh, the more help the better and we can we can make a change sooner than we could if just a few of us are helping like we want everyone to help whether it's signing a petition whether it's donating educating yourself uh you know just continuing to share stories um take part in a protest but if you do obviously keep precautions we don't want anybody to get sick um yeah, and for sure yeah and thanks Thank uh thank Gordon for coming on. You're uh it was nice to do it with everybody. I was, it was it was nice to talk about this, you know, with somebody else instead of doing it solo, which was really fun. Uh, if you want to follow Gordon on Twitter, it's at ridethepine89, which is one of the best names I have heard hey, for for you. a Twitter account. Ah, it's no worries. Uh, so yeah, you can follow Gordon. He'll be back on relatively frequently just because he's he's a good friend of me and joey's and we all we're all toronto sports fans so we all suffer together um but i just want to emphasize again um even though we did make some uh, some lighthearted jokes for this one we do want to make sure that everybody knows the seriousness of everything that's going on from the protests with black lives matter to the pandemic to everything we just want everybody to be safe be respectful and just really take the time to just do one of those things that i've mentioned before sign petitions donate you know contact your local municipality areas or your cities and and talk about change you know and sign petitions for everything you know and also you know make sure don't be discriminatory towards black people you know indigenous people anybody of that nature uh, but especially, you know, obviously with, with several black people, you should not judge them. And uh, if you see something that's wrong, tell someone quickly because we don't want any more unfortunate incidents to happen. So, yeah, don't be scared to stand up to people if they're saying uh, if they're saying, you know, racist or uh, ignorant things. Like, especially if it's family members and stuff like that. Yeah. For sure, yeah, I definitely can agree with that. Um, so yeah, with that in mind, uh, we're gonna sign off here. Thank you all for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you all next week with hopefully some more good news and more things that we can discuss. So y'all take care and have a good one. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, no worries, man. Uh, see y'all next time. <laughs>